Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Have you ever said to yourself, this is just for now? All the while you're daydreaming about a different life circumstance that you'll one day courageously capture? Hi loves, I'm Scout, and every time I hear someone tell me that their job, career, relationship, life circumstance is quote-unquote good for now, my mind goes insane as I frantically try to pull the true meaning out of them and figure out actionable steps to achieve what they envision in their head. This idea of setting a better standard for your life is what this podcast is all about. Let's do this. Hi loves, this is Scout and welcome to my podcast. I am so excited you're here and I'm so excited that this is finally coming to fruition. This podcast is something I've been thinking about for a while now, um, just to kind of create a place where we can talk about mental health, entrepreneurship, finding fulfillment, and just a place to inspire, motivate, and to really allow everybody here listening to live that life that they've always wanted to. As cliche as it sounds, I've been doing it and it feels fucking great. So... Um, a lot of you here may know me from OKSIS. I am the co-host of OKSIS podcast with my sister, Maddie. So hi, sisters, if you're listening. Um, through podcasting with my sister and OKSIS, I have opened up about my mental health journey and in return have received so many DMs from the sisterhood all about their mental health journey and asking for tips and tricks and advice. And I've been able to connect with so many young women. I've even hopped on the phone with some of them. And so that really spurred the idea of creating this podcast to create a space where really mental health was being talked about. And then once we've kind of conquered the mental health aspect to really dive deep into how to design your life and how to use the tools that you that you created essentially to um, build up your mental strength and how to use those tools to then apply them to your life so that you're living literally the way you want to live every single day. So that's a little bit about how this podcast was kind of envisioned was because of the sisterhood and because of the mental health outreach pour that I received after sharing my story of living with bipolar disorder. Um, Another thing that came from OKSIS that I do is I also am the founder and I run Scouts Agency. So if you're wondering where the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial side of this podcast comes from, um, I will dive deep into that. But Scouts Agency essentially is a PR agency that focuses on female voices, brands, podcasts, and businesses. And uh, we have been around for one year. I founded the company in February of 2019. And in our first year, I grew the company to a six-figure revenue, which I am super proud of. It 
was with a lot of focus and consistency and hard work and clarity of vision that I made that milestone happen. And I'm here to help other solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, first-time business owners reach their financial goals faster than I have been able to in the past with my other entrepreneurial pursuits, which I'll also get into. But um, in our first year, we've worked with some amazing women and brands like Kat Sadler, Kathy Heller, and Bala Bangles. Um, so it's been amazing to be around the energy of women that are creating either content or products or offering uh, wellness services, whatever it may be. We are here to support women. And um, a little bit about my the past first year of Scouts Agency. I started the company, as I said, in February of 2018. And in August, 2019, sorry, in August of 2019, I brought on my first employee. Shout out to Naomi, who also doubles as my best friend. So that's pretty fun. And then in September of 2019, we opened a very cute office in San Diego, California. It has floor-to-ceiling windows and concrete floors, and we have cute mid-century modern chairs and a pink gamey pot with a fiddle leaf for whatever you call it tree and a little decal in pink that says Scouts Agency on the outside. So it's really cute. Um, and that was just another huge milestone for me was opening an office and having payroll, which is we'll talk about in this podcast. But but um, since then, we have represented over 30 podcast brands and businesses, and it has been a whirlwind of a situation, but it has been the most fulfilling year of my life between working on OKSIS podcast, which we hosted our first live event a few months ago with Cassie and Michelle Randolph, to gaining our first sponsorships with OKSIS podcast, to running Scouts Agency, and really being able to support my life with the work that I've created in this world. So that is is a little bit about where I stand today and why I'm here talking to you is because I've been able to build a content platform that reaches so many women that speak to them with OKSIS and then I've been able to run a more traditional business and bring in a six-figure revenue with Scouts Agency and kind of garner up dream clients very quickly. But that success and happiness and fulfillment and hard work and clarity of vision and all of that did not come so easily to me, we should say. Um, when I was 14 years old, I had my first depressive episode and I started cutting myself and restricting food and wearing oversized sweatpants, not like the cute active wear you see today that's really trendy. It was horrendous and like someone needed to help me. Um, I wasn't showering. I was doing... I wasn't taking care of myself, and um, my school found out that I was hurting myself, self-harming, and my parents put me into therapy. At first, I really resisted therapy, but then came around to it, and um, I was in therapy my entire high school career. And back then, this was like 2005, 2006, um, I don't remember there being a stigma around therapy, but I'm not sure it was super advertised around my community that I was in therapy. I think people knew that I was going through a rough time because I went to a really small school where privacy wasn't really an option. But um, I started my mental health journey at 14. When I moved away, I went to Berkeley City College for college um, with the hopes of transferring to UC Berkeley. I started developing paranoia and psychosis that men were following me home underneath my bed, um, on my balcony, in my closet, waiting to rape and kill me. And that's the first time that I really lost touch with reality and thought, hey, maybe I'm not just depressed. Maybe there's something going on in my brain that's bigger than what I've 
imagined and maybe it's out of my control and I need help. So I started having conversations with my parents and at first they thought, you know, well, my parents just got divorced and I left school, I left home, sorry. And so maybe I was just having a hard time adjusting, but, you know, waking up at two in the morning frozen with fear, not wanting to move a finger because you think that someone is literally going to kill you and planning escape route after escape route after escape route um, for hours, um, that's not that's not how one should live. That's a very clear indicator that something is going on chemically and something is off balance within. So I decided to transfer to Sarah Lawrence College uh, because Berkeley City College didn't have so much of a community and we felt that with my mental state, a community would be a better fit for me. So I went to Sarah Lawrence College and I had a great time and I was with my people and I met the most amazing friends and was studying the most incredible literature and journalism and philosophy and architecture. And it was one of the most rewarding years of my life. And I thought that I was good, right? I thought I just needed community. And then my depression crept up on me again and I had to go home for the summer. I was supposed to stay in New York for an internship. And I went home for the summer and we started playing around with medication. And the word bipolar started becoming, started getting thrown around. And I went back to Sarah Lawrence for my junior year first semester. And my therapist there formally diagnosed me as bipolar disorder type 2. And when I received that diagnosis, it was a really scary diagnosis because even back then, this was 2010, people weren't talking about bipolar disorder. That was like a death sentence in my mind. I was like, am I crazy? Am I going crazy? Am I going to be crazy for the rest of my life? And I got on the next plane home to San Diego and dropped out of college. Um, After that, a few years happened where I was super as I say, unfunctionable. I was a non-functioning human of society. I had dropped out of college. I tried to work. I um, quit my jobs. I quit my internships. I moved in with my dad. I was just so emotionally overwhelmed. I went through outpatient. I was 5150, which is when they put you, which is an inpatient program, which is where they put you on a legal hold in the hospital. I was trying medication. I was doing so many things. And I don't want to give away the whole entire story because there's so many gems in here that I learned along the way that I would like to weave into this podcast, but it wasn't until I met my husband, then boyfriend, who really gave me the inspiration to turn my life around. And I started infusing my life with hope. I started practicing the serenity prayer. I started going to support groups. I started reading books. I started praying. I started journaling, manifesting, meditating. Um, I started taking control of my mind. And fast forward to today, I have lived with depression, anxiety, hypomania, uh, catatonia, which is when your entire body becomes paralyzed because your nervous system is so fried from being so anxious, and that can last anywhere from 30 seconds to hours. And I've been in the hospital for that as well, um, and psychosis. So I have paranoia, and I um, eventually, um, can hear voices in my head. So there was a long time in my life where I did not know if I was going to amount to anything. My disorder was so severe and overwhelming that I didn't know if I could create a life that I hadn't always envisioned for myself. And it got so dark that I couldn't even envision a life that was stable, that wasn't that wasn't being suffocated with depression and anxiety and this sense of impending doom, feeling as if my feet are walking through quicksand. I didn't even know 
what a balanced, normal mental state even felt like at one point. So through a very large mental health journey, I can proudly say today I am A, on medication that works for me. It took 10 years. We can talk about that throughout the podcast. B, I have not had a depressive episode since July, and I'm recording this in March. However, in the past 10 years, uh, my my pattern has been that I usually go down every three months. Um, even with going down every three months in the last, I would say, three years, I have not quit an activity or work. I think I've taken – I think like last year when I was working a full-time job, I took three mental health days off because of my disorder, which is a really big deal. And not only that is I was able to go back to work and then I was able to create something of my own. And when I created something of my own, when I created Scout's Agency – I realized that the tools that I had accumulated and the mental health journey that I had walked through had so prepared me for entrepreneurship. And not just entrepreneurship. If you're listening to this and you're not an entrepreneur, no problem. This is so for you. I realized that to create my dream life, I had to use the mental health tools that I had created and cultivated within myself, mindset, perspective shifting, sorry, manifestation, positivity, gratitude, resilience, strength, this attitude of I'm not going to give up no matter what the fuck life throws at me, right? So I started realizing that I had walked down a mental health journey that had prepared me to find fulfillment in my life. And I had a breakthrough one morning. I do morning pages every morning where the first thing I do when I wake up is I journal one to two pages in my moleskin black notebook. And anything that comes to mind, no judgment, self-subconscious, all the good stuff. And one morning it came to me, why did God give me bipolar disorder? I realized that so many people wake up at the age 40, 50, 60 and say, what the fuck did I just do with my life? I was working a job that I never planned to work that long. I'm in a relationship that doesn't fulfill me. And all of the dreams that I had dreamed about when I was in my 20s and my teens and my, as a child never came true. And I realized what bipolar gave to me. My bipolar disorder would never let me work a job that wasn't fulfilling. I would get depressed. It would never let me stay in a relationship that wasn't on a soul level meant to be. I would get depressed. It wouldn't let me make decisions in my life that didn't serve me and my highest fulfillment and purpose because I would get depressed. So it's almost been this compass, right? It tells me, no, 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 that's the wrong path, but turn right. Right's the right way to go. I have this internal compass that lets me know emotionally where I'm supposed to be. But tapping into that internal compass took forever. It was bogged down with depression and medication and psychiatry and therapy and clinicals and hospitals and worried parents and worried friends and worried boyfriend, who's now my husband, and he still worries, I'm sure. Um, All of it was bogged down by my emotions. And until I got a hold of that and until I cleared my mind, I was then able to create an inner compass for myself that set a new standard for my life. So this is what I want to share with you guys. This is where I want to go with this podcast. I want to teach you emotional clarity, resilience, mental strength, inspiration, so that you can not only conquer your mindset and your perspective and what goes on in that head of yours so that you can love being in the body that you are in, but then you can turn it outwards and then you can start designing your dream life. 
So that can be running your own business. That could be climbing the corporate ladder. That could be being an artist or a singer or a business consultant, whatever it is. It could be a fucking janitor if you want it to be. I don't care. As long as what it is serves you at the highest level and you wake up every day, you go to bed every night stoked to wake up the next morning. So All of that is coming in this podcast. I can go over a few of the topics that we're going to be going over. We're going to talk about the premise around the serenity prayer. We're going to talk about calming anxiety, how to build self-confidence, the mindsets of an entrepreneur, manifestation, um, what it means to be successful and understanding that you today are successful, what it really takes to land that job or be successful as an entrepreneur, how to launch fast and adjust later, what would happen if you infused your life with a little bit of hope, platforms and um, what's the word? not services, platforms and systems that I recommend for solopreneurs, how to create a relationship with yourself, how to reframe your relationship with failure, how to define success, how to get rid of shame from societal expectations, how to goal set, how to find fulfillment, and so much more. So I am so excited that you are here listening to this. I hope that you just showing up today knows that there's something, not that you need to change or that you want to change, but something you want to grow into, something you want to create. Let's talk about creativity, something that you want to create. So um, you can follow me along at Scout Sobel on Instagram. I post a bunch of photos there and long captions and funny stuff and videos of me in the morning looking terrible. So follow along there. And if this resonates with you, I would so appreciate it if you would rate this podcast five stars and share it with a friend that maybe needs to hear something like this. Um, From here on out, these are going to be solo episodes of me just talking about certain topics that I have come across through my mental health and entrepreneurial journeys and um, addresses situations and call to actions and actionable steps for you to take control over whatever it is that you need to take control of today. So have a beautiful day, stay fulfilled, and I love you.